Never invest in the present. Always invest in the future. Also learn from the past. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. The opportunity that is in front of you right now and the past proves that this is a buying opportunity that you need to jump in on. And you need to invest for the long term. That brings us to the future. The future right now has more opportunity in front of it than we ever have in the past because what we've learned from the past... We've gone through the digital revolution. We're now taking it into artificial intelligence and machine learning. And our world is going to change in every aspect, particularly in the healthcare field and cybersecurity. And we're going through a new means of deglobalization. And you need to understand that. And you need to invest in the future. I want to share my learnings over the last 40 years. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Never invest in the present, always invest in the future. Wise words from someone who has been in the market for over 40 years. I look at this chart here of uh, the stock market. This is the S&P going back to Uh, 1992 through today. And I would ask you, if you were me, where was the best place for me to put a million dollars into this market? If I had it anywhere along that chart, and I think you'd come to the same conclusion I did, and that is in 1992. Oh yeah, there was a drop in uh, the bubble of um, the the dot-com bubble, and then another drop in uh, 2018 that brought it down pretty far, but nonetheless, the best time to invest in this stock market, a million dollars would have been in 1992. And so I look at that and I say, well, I guess it's long-term investing that pays off and being able to recognize what the change is and where to invest certainly would have been important. In 1992, you probably wouldn't have wanted to invest in Sears Roebuck or maybe Polaroid or Eastman Kodak. No, that probably wouldn't have worked out too well. But if you'll look to the future and if you'll keep uh, abreast of what's going to happen happen, um, you can do pretty well. In fact, I want to show you another chart here that I came up with, and that is the odds of you making money in the stock market based on the amount of time that you're in the stock market. And you'll see here, as you go up in time, once you pass 20 years in the stock market, you've got a 100% chance of making money in the, in the stock market. Now, the question is, how much? And again, I think the answer to that question is dependent upon how attuned you are as to what's going on in the world around you and what the changes are going to be. And I think change is even more important. I wondered if if it was political. So I looked into that and I found this chart and it shows you the tracking of the market relative to the political persuasion that was 
is uh, prevalent at different times of the year. And the chart shows the the Democratic and, and the Republican parties in office. And you can see it really doesn't matter who's politically correct at that time. The market goes up because the market has really nothing to do with politics. It has to do with you and I and you and I as consumers and making decisions of what we want to make our lives better. And as I look at 1992 and remember and say, how has my life changed in that period of time? Well, the digital revolution was the biggest part of it. In 1992, I didn't have Amazon. I didn't have Facebook. I didn't, I didn't know what a Google was. But those things changed my life. And then there became a brand known as Apple that just has changed the world. So if I had stayed attuned and recognized the social media revolution and then if when I remember when they started talking about cloud computing and I, I thought what I envisioned the cloud and all my data going up and in that cloud and that's pretty good vision but if I had understood it and invested heavy into it in the companies that were going to measure the depth of the cloud, I'd have done quite well. So I had to pay attention. Now I'm in a period of time when I need to continue to pay attention. Now you might say also, as you look at this, there are periods of time in the stock market when you made little or nothing. If, if you look at the peak that yeah, the stock market went on our chart in the dot-com and then went down, it went about 20-some years before you made money. And you can see in this chart that happens periodically. But it, again, I go back to the chart that said, if I stay in 20 years, I'll make money, particularly if I'm paying attention. Now, wait a second. There are events that are negative as well, carry, and they are reasons to sell. There are reasons to get out of the market. And here's a chart that would verify that, that there are events to get out of the market. Should I have gotten out of the market when Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine? Maybe, but not really. Should I have gotten out of the market when when the coronavirus was discovered? Well, I did, but it wasn't for the reason of this coronavirus. It was other reasons, and I benefited from it. But long term, if you're not going to be be day to day in the market, you need to basically determine where is the change, what is the future, and where should I be in it? And I believe the answer to that question is simple. It's artificial intelligence. We had a digital revolution. We took our our minds and digitalized them and then bettered the situation. I don't have to go to the Encyclopedia Britannica anymore. I can go to Google to discover anything and everything I want. I don't have to mail uh, pictures of my uh, grandchildren to my friends anymore. I can do that on Facebook. So my life has 
things become better. So now I look at it and say, what is the next thing that's going to make my life better? And I think it's evident. Again, I'm going to repeat myself. Artificial intelligence and machine learning are going to take us further into the digital revolution and provide us a better way of life. Where is that going to be? I happen to believe it's in healthcare. Why would I believe that? Because the biggest part of our population is now aging, and we are dealing with cancer. We're dealing with Alzheimer's, Parkinson's. So there's a lot of interest and a lot of money in it. And then you compound that with the fact that we had a coronavirus, a a virus that came out of an animal cage in Wunan, China, and basically brought the economies of the world to their knees. This can never happen again. Is that a motivation for change? I certainly think it is, and I think its motivation is so prevalent that we are also looking at the situation and saying, as a result, this can never happen again. How can we do that? Well, we have to limit our exposure to live animal markets in Wunan, China. How do we do that? We don't import everything with no concern of what might come with it from Wunan, China or other parts of the world. We also recognize As a result of that same virus, we're dependent on those people. They make our our TVs, they make our shoes, our socks, they make our shirts, our t-shirts, they make anything and everything that we have. We've got to stop that. We've got to correct that. That is part of that became that came with globalization that is to say the digital revolution made it everything available to us the fact that in 1945 as a result of Bretton Woods we decided that we would open up trade so that we could become the breadbasket and the manufacturing facility for all of Europe after after World War II we we opened up shipping lanes well back in in the 90s we said wait a second we can get our socks made a lot cheaper than we can here in Alabama rather than in Alabama we can go and have them made in in China and thus the cost of socks came down well Nike raised our hand and said can we get the shoes made in the same city over there where they're making the socks can we get the yes they can because labor is so much cheaper so a country that was stagnant and had nothing but a lot of people and cheap labor became the second largest power of the world and is threatening us to become the largest power in the world. They've now taken control of our source of semiconductors. At least they're they're trying to take control. We feel threatened. We have to change. We have to bring the supply chain back. So if I, as a long-term investor, can recognize this change, these changes, and invest in the companies that are going to facilitate the change, and if I can stay in the market for over 20 years, I not only have a 100% guarantee I'm going to make money, but I'm going to make a lot of money. Because these are the companies that don't grow at 8% a year. 
or 6% a year. They grow at 30% a year. I've shared this with you. If you had bought in Google, Am Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, NVIDIA, uh, Tesla at their IPOs, you would have averaged 30% a year. Well, take that number and apply it to a Roth IRA and, and multiply it over 30, 40 years and you're not going to become a millionaire by investing $6,000 a year in a Roth IRA compounding at 20, 30% a year. No, you're not going to become a millionaire. You're going to become a billionaire. And it's all about investing in the companies that are going to change the way you live. You just need to figure out what those changes are going to be. I would suggest you might start with reading this book. The future is faster than you think. They'll tell you just about anything of how the world is going to change and how you can anticipate it. And then if you look at this chart we looked at from the first slide and you see this big dip that's just happened, you'll recognize that's not a problem. That's an opportunity. And the opportunity is to gather $6,000 a year and invest it in a Roth IRA and to pay attention to the changes that are happening in the world. And as I say, you will not become a millionaire. You'll become a billionaire. And to prove it, I'm going to share this chart with you and I'll share all of these charts with you through a link in the description. I'll put them on a PDF and you can sit there with your microscope and, and your magnifying glass and say, you know, I think that old man's right. I think all I've got to do is come up with $6,000 a year, put it in a a Roth IRA, and invest in the stocks that are going to change the way I live and make my life better, and focus on artificial intelligence and machine learning, and put in the back of the, my mind this word, quantum computing, and maybe, maybe I can become a multi-billionaire. Okay, if you like this kind of thinking, join my tribe, join my community. We have a group of people. We get together every Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock, and we talk about things like this, and people share their ideas. I even have John's coming to me. He says to me, I want to, uh, I have an idea for a, a new t-shirt that's going to take the world over, and it's pertinent, and I want to make it. Can you help me? Hell yes, I can help you, John. I'll put it available. We come together to help each other achieve our goals. And you'll see John's t-shirt in the future. All right, that's Kerry Grinkmeyer, retired financial advisor, CFP, CHFC. You'll notice in the, the thumbnail, I included Trent Grinkmeyer. That's my son. I'm 77, be 78 next month. In fact, I think it's about a month from tomorrow. Yeah, so I'm not going to be able to do this forever, but I want to be there for you. So Trent's going to help me out. You'll get to know him better. In fact, come to our, come to our stock talk. He'll be there then. Talk to you again tomorrow.